we've been looking at be the light. And <clears throat> I, I, I like the, the, the sound of be the light. You know, be on your best behavior. Be somebody. You remember Andy Griffith's show? He'd always tell his son, his son, he goes, be somebody. You know, just be somebody. You know, someone better than you are right now. Be somebody. And the, the, the whole thing about be the light. I want to be the light. I like the light on me being the light. But I want you to know there's another side of being the light. Because... The light is opposite of darkness and the people who have taken hold of darkness or dark thoughts, light is not ex exciting to them. Cockroaches don't like light. <laughs> but it sounds good, but the scriptures are very, very clear about what happens when you are the light, when you are the witness of what you, what's happened to you. All you're doing is telling, you know, to be a witness, all you're doing is telling your story. You know, what have you experienced? And people don't like it. Some people don't like it. Some people do. So I'm going to go, we're going to have a lot of scripture today, but the, that's, that's the exciting part to me. It's, my job is so easy today, is that I just get to give you the, the scriptures throughout the New Testament that follow this thought of being the light and the repercussions of it. And what does it mean to be the light, to be the witness that Jesus left here? So I don't have a clicker. They'll have to click it in the other room. I didn't let someone hands me the click. We're, of course, I could do it this way, but this just starts my car out in the parking lot. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. I think that goes on here. <laughs> We're falling apart out here, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for switching that for me. <laughs> Look at Matthew 14. Now, Pastor Peter, when he started this series at the beginning of the month, um, spoke of these scriptures. says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. And verse 16 said, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Talks about us being the light. Us being this enlightenment. Us bringing freedom to those who are enslaved. And I want you, as we move on, people have a difficulty. I even go, should I share this with them if it's something spiritual? Because as soon as you draw a line in the sand, whenever I say something spiritual, like Jesus loves you, I've drawn a line in the sand. Either you agree with me or you don't. If you agree with that statement, man, I like you. If you don't, you're upset. And so many of us, we, we, we've been told, like, oh, don't upset anyone. Don't disagree with what they, agree, you know, they think is true. They'll cancel you. I don't want to be canceled. I don't want to offend. Let me tell you what cancels something. The cross of Jesus Christ has canceled the sin in my life. I don't mind being that canceled. But too many of us, because of the society that we live in, we're afraid to be canceled. 
We're afraid to offend. Oh, if I offend them by telling them the truth, they may not accept Jesus Christ. They can't accept Jesus Christ unless they hear the truth, unless they see it in you, unless something in your life, your marriage, your family reveals the work of the kingdom of God. Don't allow that spirit that's in the world to affect you being light because that's what keeps us from being light. We're not, a, we're not ashamed of Jesus. We just don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want to shame. Am, am I talking to the right group of people? Do you live in the same world I live in? And I, we've got to stand up and reject that. It says, listen, what's, what does the word of God tell us about being light? It tells us some people ain't gonna like you. Am I really willing to be this light? Well, it's because we're speaking to a world that is depressed. It is fallen. It doesn't know. But it doesn't want to be disagreed with. It doesn't want to have to, to, to face these things. And so in, in this, this is the text that uh, we're going to work from. In Acts 17, when Paul and his companions had passed through Anaphilophus and Apollona, they came to Thessalonica, Thessalonica and where there was a Jewish synagogue. Okay, so this is what Paul does. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue and on three Sabbaths, so for three weeks, for three weeks, you wonder what was going on during the week, but for three weeks, he would go in there and reasoned with them from the scriptures. Now, this word, word reasoned is he would present a different opinion, but they could discuss it. So he reasoned with them, explaining and proving, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. Jesus, this Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah. He just flat out said it. This is the Messiah. But guess what? Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, and did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few of prominent women. Do you know how astounding that is for that culture to mention women? And to, to think that these, they said, and pro, whew, these were important people. These were important women. Women, in Jesus Christ, you are important. You important, you're recognized no other book anywhere, in, in, anywhere near this time would even mention a woman. They, they were like cattle. They were owned. But other Jews were jealous. You know what jealousy is? It's because they were jealous that Paul and Silas could persuade them to believe something different from what I believe. Does that not sound like people who are offended because we don't agree with them today? 
we, we, we tell somebody, you know, I don't, I don't agree with you. I'm sorry. You know, and they are offended. They, there's no reasoning. There's no discussing. Paul was reasoning and discussing with the Jews. But there's a group of people that you don't believe the way I believe. I'm going to go get a bunch of people and we're going to riot. And so they went around the, they went around the city hysterically is what it says. Yelling. To me, that sounds like today. You, you only believe there's two genders? Yeah. And you believe there's 20? I'm okay with it. Why are you so upset that I think there's only two? Because we disagree with them. They don't have grounds. Here Paul and Silas were explaining from the scriptures that the Messiah had to come and die and be raised on the third day and it's going to be Jesus. He reasoned with them. They rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob and started a riot in the city of Portland. Um, <laughs> I must have, that was a typo. It should have been Portland in there. <laughs> they rushed to Jason's house who was, and uh, in, in, they were staying in Jason's in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason. Let's get the second best. The guy who's hosting them. Jason and some other believers before the city officials shouting, these men have turned the world upside down and have come here also. You see, to a group of prominent women, some Jews and Greeks, they're going, that makes sense. To another group, they've turned the world upside down. Us trying to reveal the love of God and what it means into our life, to be set free from the burden of what we have done, what has been done to us by the cross upsets people. It makes them mad. And, and that shuts us up because we're nice people. Well, most of us. Most of y'all anyway, okay. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. But it says I'm to be the light. Jesus proclaimed you are the light. You're the light of the world. That puts me in a difficult place emotionally. Here's what they were saying. Said they all they are all defying Caesar's decree saying that there is another king. One, there's another king, one called Jesus. See, here's what happens. Whenever you'd go in front of a Roman official, they would say, they would say to you, you're coming in, said, Caesar is Lord. It's all the Caesars had a, a divinity thing going. They all wanted to be a god. And so they would say, Caesar is Lord, and you were to reply back. Caesar is Lord. The Christians had a problem. They got called in by the officials 
Pontius Pilate called you in, you stood before him, he would say, Caesar is Lord, and you as a believer have got to go. Jesus is Lord. It was a death sentence. In the scriptures it says, you can't say that Jesus is Lord except by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, wait, I've, I've seen people who aren't Christians say, Jesus is Lord. And they're no longer more Christian than my cat. And I don't have a cat. <laughs> wait a minute. Caesar is Lord. I know it. I believe. Am I going to go public with this? Because I'll be put to death for it. Jesus is Lord. Off with him. But in a small way, that's where we're at today. You're going to be shamed. You might lose a job. You're going to lose some friends. You might lose family. If you proclaim Jesus is Lord. So that day is returning. That only by the power of the Holy Spirit in you will you be able to say it. Because now you can be canceled for saying such a thing. For shaming other people. Jesus is Lord. And I'll pay the price. That's the light. That's being a light. That's being true to who you are. If you lose business, I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend, but Jesus is Lord. My Lord. He may not be yours, but he's mine. Still with me? Oh, we got a ways to go. Let's check the time. Oh my goodness, so I got away from here. Well, sometimes the light can be agitating. Corinthians, to the one we are an aroma that brings death, to another an aroma that brings life. You're one or the other. You have to step out and take the risk. You know what? I am just dog poop to this person or I may be presenting them with the answer for the rest of their life and eternity be the light it's a command so to help us with this we have to understand the New Testament the New Testament the theme of the New Testament is about the kingdom of God. And we think, oh, it's about Jesus. But wait, let's see what Jesus taught about. Jesus started his ministry and he repeated what John the Baptist said. Repent for the kingdom of God is at. That was, that's his proclamation. That the kingdom is his. When Jesus preached, you know, he preached about the kingdom. When, uh, when, when they asked Jesus, Jesus, how should we pray? How should we pray? He goes, okay, gather around. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed, holy be your name. Your, your will be done on earth. He's talking about it's up to those who are the light to live in this kingdom here. That's the witness. I'm living according to the principles. And that's the witness. That's the light. Jesus present when Jesus told the parables, he would say, the kingdom of God is like. He compared the kingdom of God is like to things in the world so that we could understand them. He wasn't talking about following me is like, he says, he was about bringing the kingdom here on earth before he returns again in all his glory. He said that I'm leaving behind you as my witnesses. Oh my goodness. You think the, the, the term witness was tough before? Whew. Oh. I like Luke. Luke 16 says, The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John the Baptist. Okay. I mean, you can spend a whole lot of time with where are the prophets today, where, you know, the law. Well, it was until John the Baptist. And what did John the Baptist present? The kingdom. Since that time, the good news of the kingdom of God is being preached and now eager multitudes are taking hold of it. Soon as the kingdom of God is preached, a new day. That's the New Testament. A lot of times, you know, there's there's different movements to going. Well, the prophets. Let's let's reestablish. You know, what the there's a, a modern day prophet that said this. Let me tell you right there. This scripture here frees me from what the latest prophet said. You know, get wood stoves because we're not going to have electricity anymore. That's fine. Okay, okay. I've got two fireplaces. Um, I'll be warm. All right. But this is very clear to me. It points to something new is in the air. Something new has started since John appeared to proclaim his cousin Jesus coming. Because the kingdom of God. We're to pursue, uh, pursue this culture. See, in the, this kingdom, it's a cult, there's a culture in there. And we're to live in that culture. We're to talk like we're in that culture. We're, we're going to be excited about what's in that culture. That kingdom presents to us a new way of life and, and a great adventure to just discover it in the word of God. So <clears throat> Jesus was arrested because, and what was above the, the cross that he hung on, the sign that Pontius Pilate put up? king of the Jews, he was convicted of treason. He dare say, I'm the king of the Jews. No, Caesar's the king of the Jews. Can you say Jesus is the Lord, 
any and everywhere you go when it's appropriate. You see, people don't like you to have an absolute truth. They don't want you to have an a, a, a confidence in what confidence in what you believe. They want you as uncertain as they are to believe what society believes. But that society is another culture, not the one that I'm pursuing in the kingdom of God. In Luke 24, he said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled. Now Jesus is talking to them. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and in Psalms. Then he opened their minds. Now this, Jesus had died. He was crucified. He died. He rose from the dead. He's, he's walked. He showed up a few times with the disciples. And now he is getting ready to ascend. They said there's over a hundred and some people there listening to him and he's getting ready to ascend and everyone's thinking, okay, you kept talking about this kingdom. You kept talking about this kingdom. Where's the kingdom? The kingdom wasn't here when you're on the Mount of Transfiguration. Where was the kingdom? The kingdom didn't show up. When you were being beaten, the kingdom didn't show up. You died, the kingdom didn't show up. Here you are, you've risen from the dead. Where's the kingdom? That was the question everybody wanted to know because they wanted a kingdom in Israel. And Jesus said he had to open their minds. He said, it's just as it was written, I have to go away. I have to go away. And he goes on. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and raise from the dead on the third day and the repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. By who? He's going away. He's going to take his position. He's going to sit at the right hand of God the Father ever interceding for those of us who are left on earth who are ushering in this kingdom this culture is he calls us to be his witnesses of what we've seen. We saw what has happened in our own lives. Acts 1 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You are my witnesses. Now remember, I told you the the word witness kind of scares us to begin with, you know, because that's kind of like that on every movie you see that the guy who's got a big, long black trench coat, he sets a box up, he stands on and goes, repent for the Lord's going to return. You know, y'all are sinners. And he's always some weird guy with a big beard, okay? Um, I can't be me. I can't grow facial hair. I can be as weird as that, but no facial hair. That's not a witness. Hallelujah. One minute. Okay, we're done. That's right. I have a clock up here. They should stick a finger beside it going. 
The word witness in Greek. The word witness in Greek is martaeus. Where do, what word do we get from Greek and English from martaeus? Martyr. So whenever you see we are to be his witnesses in the scriptures, it's in the Greek it said martyrs. We are to be his martyrs. What happens in martyrdom? You are, you are called, you're, you're put in positions that you suffer. You're going to pay a price to do this or to be this. You're going to pay a price. Some of us have lost family members, have lost friends, just because you're a believer, because you made a stand. Do you know, our, this 21-day fast that we're on, we're denying our bodies of something it desires. That is a form of martyrdom. We are denying something that my body is hungry for. We are practicing this witness. I'm believing, I'm opening up something that God has called me to, to be able to get something out of the way so that I can hear his voice through this suffering. Well, let me just get there. Moderns, martyrs are not witnesses because they were martyred. They were martyrs because they were witnesses. There's no difference between a martyr and a witness. I'm guaranteeing you that if you become a person that witnesses this kingdom, this culture, in your family, in the way you do business, in the way you speak, the way you give, you're going to pay a price. You're going to be martyred in some way, maybe not to death. But you know there are circles that if you just said, you know what, guys, I can't... I, do this because Jesus is Lord. You know that you'll pay a price for that. That's modernism, what we call witness. But I'm trying to make witness. Mark, you're making the word witness even worse than it feels already. <laughs> like, I think I'm going the wrong way here. There's a decision that we have to make if we're going to 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 move. In, in this being the light, the spirit of being a martyr, I'm, I'm willing to, if you're willing to give it up, that's the spirit of a martyr. In this culture, I mean, I don't know if you've studied different cultures, like there's, there's different cultures around the world that they're not producing enough babies. If, you, if, you, if a, a, a culture is not producing 2.7 percent within 10 years they're dead they're gone they're done you have to reproduce at least by 2.7 or your culture dies the church the kingdom of God must have a witness because if we don't grow 2.7 percent in if Every one of us needs to be responsible for two and three quarters people to get to the kingdom or else the kingdom will die in 10 years. Do you understand that? It's a culture. 
And well, why is witnessing? And I'm not talking about, okay, we got a children's church that is 15 times the size of any church that's this size. That's what we had a research group said going, what are y'all doing over there? You got 15% more kids than you do, you know, any other church. Big children's church doesn't mean the king's going to live because only a percentage of them are going to make a spiritual decision to be a part of the kingdom of God. Not every one of those kids over there are going to be saved. That it, it says this, the kingdom of God is born of the spirit, not born in your family. Well, they're born in my family. They're all Christians. You know, <laughs> we're good Southerners. We go to church. You know, it's like, uh, so what? You want to see the, well, some of the toughest schools go to a high school Christian school? Because all the non-believers are going, I, my kid needs help. Let's send them to Christian schools. So all the bad kids get sent to Christian school. And they're told they're, you're Christians. You know, it's like, no, you're not. You're not in the culture. The kingdom has to win babies spiritually, not physically. So I'm going to ask you because we're way out of time. Are you willing to submit yourself to this belief that you pray, Heavenly Father, let your kingdom come to my family. Let me be the one who introduces this kingdom life to my family, whatever it may mean, to my children, to my wife, to my husband. He doesn't believe in it. Reminds me of this one couple. A little girl got up to her mother and said, Mom, you lied to me. I said, why? Why do you think I lied to you? She said, you, you said that God made us. Yes. He goes, Daddy said we came from apes. And the mother in her wisdom just said, well, I was talking about my side of the family. <laughs> There's some people who would not disagree with their husband. I don't want to offend him. I don't want to get in an argument. I'm not too sure that was the truth, what she said, but. Uh, you know. Will you take the responsibility of offering yourself to be a part of this culture, to be a witness, <laughs> AKA martyr? You're going to suffer. You're going to lose. Doesn't compare to what you gain. Doesn't compare to what you gain. But there's loss. And that's why we're hesitant. Let's all stand. But there are those of us who need. I'm going to ask you to, to just repeat after me. Some of you are going to take this to heart and the Spirit of God is going to just hearken it to you. The rest of you can just repeat it and look like you're being spiritual. <laughs> repeat after me. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. The holiest name of all names. Let your kingdom come. 
let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done in my home. Let your will be done in my family. Here on earth. As it is done in heaven. Holy Spirit, guide me in my witness. To be the light. Let me embrace martyrdom. So that I can have the rest of the story. May your kingdom grow. May your culture be protected. And we dwell and flourish in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.